Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Thursday, October 13th. I'm Steve Baker. The status on broadband in Nevada County, but first, your regional weather report. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today sunny with a high near 84. Tonight, low 55. Tomorrow, 85 and sunny. Weekend cooling into the 70s by Sunday. Sacramento, today sunny and a high of 84. Tonight, low 55. Friday, 87 and sunny. Truckee Tahoe, today sunny, high near 73. Tonight, low 33. Friday, 73 and sunny again. Placerville today, sunny skies, high 83. Angels Camp today, 86 and sunny. KVMR News anchor Kelly Rees has this story on Nevada County's broadband. Nevada County's quest to obtain and provide broadband service to the more rural parts of the region came a step closer to reality on Tuesday morning. During a meeting of the Nevada County Board of Supervisors, a motion was unanimously passed to sign a Memorandum of Understanding between Golden State Connect Authority and the county regarding the construction, improvement, operation, and maintenance of broadband service in underserved and unincorporated areas of the county. Stephen Monahan, Chief Information Officer for Nevada County, says that the exact locations of the broadband have yet to be determined. But the passing of the memo will, quote, enable Golden State Connect Authority to help do that analysis that we're getting through that $500,000 grant, which will pay for that engineering to really determine where it's going to be. This half a million dollar grant is one the board approved in August. It's a local agency technological assistance grant through the California Public Utilities Commission. Although he doesn't know the exact broadband locations, Monahan says this new service will be where there's not a current wireline provider or within the city limits. It'll most likely be in an unincorporated county where the highest number of underserved and unserved residents live. This from the Union of Grass Valley. Thanks, Kelly. The Supreme Court justices sounded wary this week of California's animal welfare law and its protections for breeding pigs, warning it could set off a wave of state laws that put a wide array of restrictions on products moving nationwide. The Los Angeles Times is reporting pork producers based in the Midwest challenged the California ballot measure that would ban the sale of pork meat in the state if it originated with the extreme confining of breeding pigs in narrow metal cages. They argued that Proposition 12, which was approved by California voters in 2018, is unconstitutional because its practical effect would be to force hog farmers across the country to make costly changes in how they raise and confine their breeding pigs. They noted that more than 99% of the pork sold in California comes from other states. A state may not project its legislation into other states, says Chicago attorney Timothy Bishop, representing the National Pork Producers Council. We will not have a national economic union if California can impose its moral views this way. He argues that if California's law is upheld, Oregon could require that products sold there from other states must be made by workers who were paid the state's higher minimum wage, or Texas could limit sales to products made entirely by lawful U.S. residents. The Biden administration joined the case on the side of the pork producers and stressed a similar argument. California's Proposition 12 imposes a substantial burden on interstate commerce, says Deputy Solicitor General Edwin Needler. It invites conflict and retaliation and threatens the balkanization of the National Economic Union. California Solicitor General Michael Mongan 
defended the law on grounds that it applied only to pork sold in the state and not elsewhere. California voters chose to pay higher prices to serve their local interest in refusing to provide a market to producers they viewed as morally objectionable and potentially unsafe, he says. But he ran into objections from both liberal and conservative justices who foresaw a threat of similar measures. Justice Elena Kagan saying, we live in a divided country and the balkanization that the framers were concerned about is surely present today. At one point, Justice Katanji Brown Jackson suggesting that the California law may have gone further than necessary. Why not require labeling instead, she says, so consumers could avoid pork if it is originated with pigs subjected to cruelty. Why couldn't the state advance its interest in a less burdensome way, she asks. The attorney for the pork producers said they have no objection to a labeling question. The tenor of the two-hour argument suggested the court will rule for the pork producers. And the Sacramento Bee is reporting PG&E's efforts to improve wildfire safety continue to run into headwinds, including aging equipment, damaged power poles, and hazardous trees that went undetected by the utilities crews, according to a consulting firm hired by California officials. In addition, consultant Filsinger Energy Partners says PG&E's progress on wildfire safety is being hindered by the global supply chain crisis, which is making it harder for the utility to find replacement infrastructure and equipment that are growing obsolete. Phil Singer's report to the Public Utilities Commission was released this week. And the rest of the news. Abortion rights? Governor Gavin Newsom is spending $2.5 million to implore Californians to back a measure on the ballot that would enshrine the right to abortion in the state constitution, Politico is reporting. Amid a nationwide furor over a leaked audio recording, the Los Angeles City Council President Nuri Martinez says she will take a leave of absence. Ron Herrera, who is part of the secretly recorded conversation, resigned from his post as the head of the Los Angeles County Federation of Labor, the Los Angeles Times reports. And rising tides, San Francisco is embarking on an almost existential task, planning how to prepare the city's bay shoreline for as much as seven feet of sea level rise, the San Francisco Chronicle says. Birthdays today include gospel singer Shirley Caesar at 85, music artist Paul Simon is 81, country root singer Lacey J. Dalton turns 76, singer and talk show host Marie Osmond at 63, and actor-comedian Sacha Baron Cohen is now 51. Now we'll return you to your Thursday morning show with your semi-fabled and never, never, ever frantic host, Buzz Barnett. Buzz Barnett.